Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride. I am broadcasting from lovely, windy Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is Sunday, January 15th in the year 2023. And we are two weeks into the new year. And how is it going? Well, the first thing we need to talk about is the fact that Mars is direct. And it went direct on Thursday, as promised, as we've been expecting. And it is really an interesting dynamic because... You know, we've been in this position since October 30th. So the first thing we want to do is recognize where we've been since October 30th. What have you been thinking about? What have you been mulling over? What have you been um, sifting through? What have you been um, processing since October 30th? And do you feel different? Do you feel like you're more alive, more awake, more aware? more centered, do you feel like your energy's coming back? Some people have told me they felt their energy coming back. I've started to feel my energy coming back, although it was it's not been simple, it's not easy, and it's all of a sudden I woke up Friday morning a day later and went, yeah, my energy's back. <laughs> it's not that. I did have an experience where I really understood my direction. I wrote this on Instagram the other day. I really understood direction and what to focus on as a result of doing a very deep meditation on Friday. So my meditation took me to an energetic dynamic where I felt where I'm supposed to be or where I want to go and how to sort of channel that energy, how to get there. So my advice is to stay close to yourself and ask yourself where you've been and what you're, what you're feeling since then. What your thoughts are because remember Mars is in Gemini and Gemini is the sign of thinking the keywords for Gemini are I think and so what have you been thinking and where have your thoughts shifted and where maybe are your thoughts a little more elevated a little lighter where's your energy a little lighter instead of being in this underworld of retrograde of Mars <laughs> and do you feel like you want to exercise again? Do you have an exercise protocol? Do you feel like you, you're getting your energy back to, to get up and do things again? So that's part of what we're experiencing. And there's been a shift for sure. I felt it definitely on Friday. And, and in that respect, I do feel better. But we still have Mercury. And Mercury is still in backwards motion. Until Wednesday at 8, 12 a.m. Eastern time. And so it's, it's, we've still got some interesting dynamics this week that we're, we're moving through. And this is a pretty big week because this is the week where everything shifts and changes in the next seven days. And we get to what I have been determining is the beginning of the year. <laughs> so Mars isn't really moving yet. Mars is still stopped and slowly crawling. Mercury is going the opposite way. It's crawling backwards. Mercury is the planet of communication. It does rule Gemini where Mars is. So it's part of this dynamic. It's part of this experience of thought and thinking. And where are your thoughts counterproductive? Where are your thoughts not serving you? That's something to consider in all of this. Mercury is really at the point now where it is about to shift and turn around, but it's 
it's really where it's going to turn. It's not going to move much f more forward in the next couple of days. It's just going to kind of linger and circulate in that one little spot or what we call station. So it's stationing direct. So Mercury is now moving into its station and then once it goes direct on Wednesday, then it will start to station forward and it'll sort of linger there a little while longer in the next couple days, it'll move and then go into a, a forward motion really. And then we're gonna start feeling lighter, better. But the day Mercury goes direct on Wednesday the 18th, the sun is going to conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. Now, this is very important. It's important because it is the annual connection between the sun and Pluto. They're in a conjunction. And the annual connection like this is a point of transformation. It's a point of rejuvenation, renaissance, um, Transformation always brings a renaissance. So the sun in Pluto, Pluto is always about transformation. So when the sun comes over, it's light, you know, it's a light in the darkness of the underworld. And so we're getting some viewpoints, we're getting some, some views, we're getting uh, a far-reaching view of what transformation looks like for us possibly in the year ahead. It only meets with Pluto once a year, the sun, you know, and, you know, it does other things during the year. It does challenge Pluto and other sorts of relationships to Pluto. But this is the one moment when it is, a, you know, a transformative moment with the sun and Pluto together. And the fact that it's happening 9.44 a.m., like an hour and a half after Mercury goes direct, this tells me it's very potent. This isn't just Mercury turning direct. This is Mercury turning direct on the sun with Pluto, the same day, the same hour, okay? So Mercury is there stationing, moving direct, going stationing, going forward, and the sun and Pluto meet. So this is a powerful station forward for Mercury. When all of it happens at the same time like this, you can't say, well, they're separate things. No, no, no. This is the same um, energy happening. It's all in the same sign, too. They're all in Capricorn. And so Capricorn is about structure. It's about, you know, where we have our limitations, where we have our authority figures, where we have the collective patriarchy, it could be authority figures in our own personal life. Depends on where Capricorn is in your astrological chart. But Capricorn is about, is very structured. It's very structured and committed and focused. It's ruled by Saturn. This gives us an opportunity to seek deeper connections to people, seek deeper connections with self, um, to transform something. And if you have been feeling a little lackluster and who hasn't been with Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde, if you've been feeling a little lackluster, now as we get to Wednesday is the time to really burst forward. And maybe you'll get a bright idea. Maybe you'll get the confidence you need to step forward. Maybe you'll feel worthy in some ways that you didn't feel before. There's something transformative happening here. So we look to transformation this week. We look to what feels like we can make a big shift, okay, energetically. And, you know, I always recommend that meditation helps. And I don't tell people to meditate to calm down. You know, it's good if it helps you calm down. It gets you to a place of like sitting and not being in the rat race for an hour or something. 
and yes, an hour, yes. <laughs> um, but it also is there to help you elevate your consciousness, to help you collapse the timelines and move, bring your future to now, okay? What are you trying to achieve in your life? This is, it's not just like, oh, I just need an hour to calm down. It's it, and then I can go back into the rat race and get stressed out again. You're trying to change something when you're meditating, okay? You're, and this is, you know, Wednesday to me seems like a really good day to do some deep shifting in consciousness because that's what Pluto does. It, that's what it asks of us. So with Mercury turning direct, sun coming to Pluto, this is, there should be realizations and there should be epiphanies that we connect with on Wednesday, okay? Or Thursday, it doesn't have to be Wednesday because, you know, like I said, I had a big shift and a big opening on Friday that was the day after Mars went direct. But we're having all of this at the same time on Wednesday, so look to transformation. If you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling dissatisfied, frustrated, this energy should burst open some, uh, you know, like I said, epiphanies, realizations that are going to help you move forward, okay? So that's something we want to be aware of. We want to be aware of like where we want to transform things. And, you know, you can set intention for Wednesday. You can set intention for um, what you'd like to meditate on, what you'd like to uh, bring into your world, what you'd like to clarify more. You know, Sun and Pluto, oftentimes what's happening is the Sun is moving along in its path and it's getting close to Pluto as it is now and we start to feel a kerfuffle, like an internal kerfuffle and we don't feel quite right. We feel a little off and, you know, the moon is in Scorpio today and Pluto rules Scorpio. So there's a lot of Scorpio energy. There's a lot of Plutonian energy happening, which is going to ask us to transform. That's what Scorpio does. That's what Pluto does. And, you know, it's, it's you know, we're not finished with all of this stuff that we've been dealing with from last year. We're not. You know, we're still in some energies left over from last year, as indicated by... Mercury retrograde, and then the, the Mars that was not direct until Thursday, you know, we're in this place of, you know, not really completely coming to close last year. There's still energies, thoughts, people, things, fears, anxieties that are hanging over us. And so it's really important to pay attention to that and say, how do I want to kick out last year? I, I want to get rid of these three things that I don't want to do anymore, these habits or this energy that sits around me. Smudge your house, get some sage, smudge your whole space. It's really good to smudge your space. This is great time to do that. So I would, it, you know, open the windows, even if it's cold, and open them a little so you let the air in and the old stale air out. You know, this is when people do spring cleanings and stuff. And then, you know, as we're moving to, with Pluto, we, we ask for, uh, you know, something to transform in our lives. Everybody wants something to change, right? You don't want the same stuck energy as last year, you know. You don't want to be stuck in last year. So what you want to do is you want to really set your intentions this week towards what it is you want to achieve going forward. And now is the time to do that. Remember what I was saying, everybody is setting intentions back on January 1st and setting intentions, um, their New Year's resolutions. And so 
you know, I think this is a, has been a good space to really recognize how this new year feels, what it's going to be like, and what you want to clear out and what you want to bring in. And that's where you set your intention. So I think it's been good to have a couple of weeks, three weeks that we're going to have to set intention and resolution and all. You know, nobody gets to do that in December, right? If you're someone that celebrates holidays, you know, if you celebrate, if you're in the United States and you celebrate Thanksgiving, it's like the, the ball starts rolling at that point or before. And nobody's setting intention for the new year except maybe the week between Christmas and New Year's. But really, it's it seems so much more sensible and connected to the new year when you do it as the new year arrives and you start to feel into the new year. You know, it's not behind the times if you set your intentions now. So, and really, really, as this week evolves and as Mercury goes direct, and remember, Mercury retrograde brings the truth out. So you may be getting truths revealed to you, especially with Sun-Pluto. And as the truth arrives and things come forward and we own our power, and that's what Pluto asks for us too, is to own our power. You may say, well, I'd really love this to happen this year. I'd really love that. Yeah, it really love that and own it and say, yeah, I'm going to make that happen this year, Okay. Nothing is going to make me stop doing that. Nothing. Nothing's going to take that from me. I, you know, no one's going to take my exercise program. Work isn't going to get in the way of my exercise, for example, my health. You take your time. You take back your power as far as eating well and taking care of your health and exercising and not overworking and getting enough rest. These are, these are ways of taking back our power. Having boundaries. Boundaries are very important to take back our power. Okay. So this is something where we need to be consciously aware of what we want to achieve going forward. And now is the time to start thinking about that and setting intention because the new moon is coming. And the new moon is coming Saturday the 21st. And that is at one degree of Aquarius. So let's talk about that. A new moon is always a new cycle. And this is what I've been saying. There are two things happening next weekend. And I've been talking about them. One is that we're having a new moon. So a new moon is always really important for setting intention because it's new. And you know, as we get into this week, it's, we're in the, what we call the dark of the moon. So it's the place where, you know, the moon disappears from the sky. We don't see it. So it's, the sky is dark and we don't have the moon in our grasp. We don't have it in our vision. We don't have it in our sight, but we know it's coming back, right? So it's when the light comes back, it's not dark anymore. And that's why it's good to set your intention at the new moon when the light is coming back. And you don't want to do the rituals before. You want to do them as of the new moon, like light candles, do a meditation, smudge your house, all the things I've talked about a hundred times on this podcast, the, the setting of intention, anything at the new moon. You could do it Sunday the 22nd, Monday the 23rd. You don't need to do it in advance. You could start thinking about it and start writing them down, but really setting yourself down with your candle, with your whatever, incense, essential oil, whatever, <laughs> intention list, making your prayer, opening the energy 
for the new moon. That's when it's exciting. So it's one degree Aquarius. Now that means the sun has been in Aquarius one day, which means Friday the 20th, the sun goes into Aquarius. Yay! And that's 3.30 a.m. Eastern Time. So when we get up in this region of the world on Friday morning, the 20th, the sun will be in Aquarius. We will be finished with Capricorn, and we're moving into Aquarius. Aquarius is all about freedom, liberation, um, revolution. But we are moving into a lot of things with this. So first of all, now there's all sorts of really important juicy things going on. The sun enters Aquarius. Okay, it does the same thing every year. It enters Aquarius about the 20th of January. And we end Capricorn. We say goodbye to Capricorn for the year. I mean, other planets will be in Capricorn, but the people who have Capricorn birthdays will be finished. Then the Aquarius people start, like me. And we start having our Aquarian birthdays as of Friday the 20th. And we have this big, bright, shiny experience on Saturday, which is a new moon. Now, the light starts to come back, but what rules Aquarius? Uranus. What's Uranus doing this weekend? going direct. Okay, so on Sunday the 22nd at 5.59 p.m. Eastern Time, Uranus will go direct. And that's really powerful. So remember, remember Thanksgiving, if you, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, if you're, if you were around on November 23rd, November 23rd, there was a new moon in Sagittarius and Jupiter went direct. So Jupiter rules Sagittarius. This is like a similar vibe, except different, because <laughs> it's a different sign in a different planet. But remember back in November, I said this is a really positive new moon because Jupiter, the ruler of the new moon, that means the sun and the moon are together in the same sign. That was Sagittarius. Jupiter rules the new moon. Jupiter is going to happen going direct at the same time we have a new moon in Sagittarius. Uranus is going direct the same time we're having a new moon in Aquarius. Uranus rules Aquarius. It's the same principle. So this is very important. Uranus is not in the sign of Aquarius. It is in the sign of Taurus. So the fixed signs are going to feel this the most. Aquarius, Leo, Taurus, and Scorpio. And this is a very solid move forward. So not only is your, you know, Mercury's moving forward, Uranus is moving forward, and that's it. Guess what? All the planets are direct. Amazing, right? So this is very good forward-moving energy. We've got this for a few months till Pluto goes retrograde in the spring, well, northern hemisphere of the spring. We'll talk about that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. In the meantime, so this is important. Uranus is the planet of, you know, uh, a <laughs> revolution. <laughs> what did I just say Aquarius was? Revolution, liberation, freedom, brilliance, chaos, genius, electrifying revolutionary epiphanies, okay? Um, things that are off the charts electric, like lightning, like psychedelics, like anything that is innovative and unusual and a complete surprise. So now there may be some surprises that come along next weekend. What? I don't know. In your life, there may be a surprise. Where is Uranus for you? Where is your energy going right now? Where is Taurus in your chart that 
that Uranus is sitting there, you know? And where are the places in your life that need a little bit of shaking up? So this is, we're like already starting to air out the carpets, open the windows, and beat the rug <laughs> out the window, remember? You know, let the fresh air in. This is an air sign. Aquarius is an air sign. And it's ruled by Uranus. So Uranus is always, a, never what you expect it to be. Uranus is always a surprise. There's always something. You're never going to sit there with Uranus and go, I knew that was going to happen because it just doesn't work that way. It, it comes out of nowhere. So some people find that very exciting because they like roller coasters. Some people find that terrifying because they hate roller coasters. So people are liable to embrace this or not however it comes now it may bring something really exciting now uranus is an outer planet this may not be something necessarily tangible but it may be something very very um ethereal something that's not tangible it might be you know it, it could be as simple as the lights go out and you're like well i didn't expect this today look i think this happened to me numerous times well especially in costa rica where the lights just go out, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the station of Uranus. The lights went out. <laughs> we lost electricity because Uranus rules electricity, and it is electrifying. Or there's like, you know, a bird hits a pole here, and then there's a like an explosion, and the lights go out. And then I go to the mall because that's where I can eat and, <laughs> and like be in light because <laughs> the lights go out, and I can't see anything here, and I can't get anything done, and I can't cook. So I, that's when I go out, <laughs> um, unless it's for a short amount of time. If a bird hits a pole, we're, we're off, the, the electricity's off for hours. And so that's Costa Rica. But, but this is one of those things where, you know, and I've said this a hundred times, I'm going to say it again, you can sit and make a list of a thousand things that Uranus is going to be when it goes direct at a new moon in its own sign. And you're going to say, it'll be this, 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 and this. So it could be that. And the one thing you left off the list is the one thing that happens, right? So it's important for you to stay flexible in these moments because Uranus is not going to, like, favor anybody. It's just like, please, Uranus, don't do that to me. Don't send my lights out. I need to do my podcast on Sunday night, you know? I can't do that. Um, I have to just be flexible. And... Um, we all need to be flexible, and that's what Uranus asks of us, just to sort of, it's when you just have to laugh, go with the flow, and just say, okay, it's par for the course, I'm just, I'm just moving along here, okay? Now, the new moon in Aquarius indicates the beginning of the Chinese New Year or the Lunar New Year, and this new moon in Aquarius is no exception. Um, the, so Aquarius runs from the 20th of January to like the 19th of February. The new moon in Aquarius could occur at any point in that time. But interesting enough, this year, the new moon in Aquarius occurs at the very beginning of the run of the sun in Aquarius. So within the first day, we're having a new moon. The new moon occurs at uh, 3.53 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday the 21st, but my calendar tells me the Lunar New Year is the 22nd, but I, I, it's the new year on the 21st when we have the new moon. I guess maybe it's the first full day after the new moon, that, and that's when they celebrate. This is the year of the water rabbit. I do not know much about 
astrology in the Chinese zodiac. I haven't studied that very much. I know that there's, I believe, 12 animals and that each animal takes a year and that there's, I think, the five elements. And we, I know that from feng shui. So it's water, air, fire, earth, I think ether. Um, and this is the water rabbit. And I know that I am a water rabbit. So this is my year. <laughs> and the water rabbit hasn't occurred since the year I was born. So water rabbit, this should be very interesting. I'll, I'll keep you posted, right? So, um, and we here are thinking of doing things rabbit oriented. You know, I said we could make carrot soup. We could make carrot cake. We can, we can have a whole bunch of like rabbit oriented like celebrations in the garden. But, you know, my friend Monica here knows more about those um, feng shui new year things than I do. She knows more about the Chinese horoscope. And so... It's supposed to be a really good year for people who are rabbits. So if you are a rabbit, and you can look that up, um, it's something that you know you should know that it's supposed to be a very good year. I don't know anything about it, really. I, these are just things that I've heard. So, and that gives me a pause. Um, we did a prediction event, as you've heard me say, on December 28th, and we did talk about the water rabbit. I think Joy Woodward, the numerologist, spoke a bit about the water rabbit, and Lori Morrison talked about the water rabbit, and it's in our booklet. So if you want the video, write to me, deb at debmcbride.com, because it's free. It's a two-hour video of predictions of three people, plus psychics and Nostradamus that Lori looked up online. And we do talk about the water rabbit. They talk about the water rabbit and what it means for the new year. So if you're interested in the video. And then also we have the document for sale, which is the prediction document that will last all year. There's month-by-month -month predictions. It's $23. Also email me, deb at debmcbride.com, if you'd like that document. Um, it's $23. I can send you the link to purchase it. And... That reminds me also, if you are still confused about where you've been during Mars retrograde in this whole Mars and Gemini cycle that I've been talking about since August, remember I did a webinar. I did a webinar about Mars retrograde, and I called it driving forward when the car is stuck in reverse. And that's what Mars does. It drives the car, you know. And... It was on, I think, the 27th of September, but we recorded it, and I have it, and if you have not seen it, then I advise you to order it from me, and you could email me about that. And that's, again, deb at debmcbride.com, and it will help explain more about the Mars retrograde if you're still trying to sort out where you've been and what it's been like for you and what area of your life it's been assisting you in focusing on, then... Um, yes, it does assist us in some ways. It isn't all just like, nah, Mars is retrograde. Um, so what we want to do, um, if in that case, is to order the webinar for me, and it's $67, and you can do that if you write to me. So, and as we move forward, so we've got some chock full of juicy things this week with the year really going forward after this new moon. And this new moon really is now the time to set forth going ahead on this event, the Chinese New Year, the new moon. And I think it's really auspicious that 
the new moon happens as Uranus is going direct. This is all tied in with one another. We will feel the energy move forward after next weekend. We're really going to feel this. So this is, I call this the last week of the old year, okay? Mercury's going to go direct. The new moon's going to happen. Uranus is going to go direct. And now everybody's direct, and we're really moving forward. That's exciting. And Uranus is an exciting planet. And Aquarius is an exciting sign, despite being fixed. So I really feel that this is the time to set forth on your path for this year. It's okay. You have a few days on the other side of the new moon to really look at what's happening and where you want to go with this energy. And you've probably been storing up your nuts for, for this time of year and when we're really moving forward. So I think we're all going to feel a breath of fresh air because it really will be fresh air at that point. We are moving forward. You know, Mercury and Mars are going to retread where they've been in their retrograde, but they're moving forward and everything's moving forward. And now we're going to really feel like we can move forward. And this has been so important. And it's been important to be patient with yourself, despite what culture saying, despite what the media is saying, despite what they are saying on the social media platforms, you have to listen to your heart and to your gut and to what you feel is necessary as you move forward into this year. And if you weren't ready, you don't need to be ready, okay? It's about listening to yourself, okay? Instead of what corporations are telling you to do people with like who are being paid to advertise a new year <laughs> yes that's what they do they advertise a new year so this is very important other things happening this week venus and saturn are conjunct on sunday the 22nd 5 13 p.m about 45 minutes or so before uranus goes direct so venus and saturn are often uh how can i say this and Venus and Saturn together are a little sobering. And by sobering, I mean they're straightforward. It's the time when people sit down and have the talk in their relationships. It's the time when people could actually get engaged, you know, and people think it's all Venus-Jupiter when you get engaged. It could be Saturn. Saturn's about commitment. So people can really sit down and say, you know, we want to take this forward. We're, we're serious about each other. I, I really want to, like, build something with you. And that's a very Saturn word, building, structure, again. Anything where we feel like we're building something with another person. And that doesn't have to be your romantic partner. That could be your business partner. You know what? I really want to build something greater in this business with you. And so Saturn and Venus will hang over us for a couple days. You might start feeling it Friday and until Monday. It's also, you know, it's not a time to go out and frivolously spend money. It is a good time to buy something solid. Like, okay, I need a solid new purse or I need a solid new pair of shoes or I need something very solid to take on vacation with me a good new suitcase or you know something very practical but it also could be Aquarian it could be very like oh yeah I've got this like innovative technology suitcase or maybe you're buying a new phone or something you know so it could be something very practical and it could also be something very valuable and something that really is stable that's going to be with you for a long time you know that could be venus saturn but if you feel on some level a little sober or a little sad or a little gloomy shake it off because venus and saturn don't stay very long and if someone rains on your parade don't let them do that just 
understand where Saturn is coming from and Saturn kind of rains on people's parades and just don't let it get to you and understand where you might need to commit to something a little deeper or where you need to be a little more clear about your goals. You know, Aquarius is about long-term goals. Saturn and Venus could be very much about clarity in that direction. So it's, it's important to again, as I always say, feel into it, see where it's taking you. Don't take it as something that is bad news, okay? So let's see where it goes on Sunday, and who knows what Uranus is going to bring us. And as we move forward, we can say that the officially 2023 is beginning next weekend. (laughs) (laughs) and that's about it um the moon is in scorpio right now and it's moving towards the south node so don't get caught up in old ways of thinking and old habits that may die hard so just be just be very aware of that then this week the moon will go into sag that's on tuesday the 17th 12 33 p.m and that's good that's like a little frivolous, a little fun-loving, a little exciting, a little fiery Sagittarius. And then it'll go into very sober Capricorn on Thursday, the 19th at 2.11 p.m. And we we like that, we, you know, that Capricorn energy is very good to help us, you know, ground our intentions and stay very focused on our work. And then it moves into Aquarius on Saturday afternoon at 1.29 p.m. Eastern Time. And then the new moon is a couple hours later. So it's, as you can see, it's a very early place in in Aquarius that um, the new moon is occurring. So this is the second day of Aquarius when we are at one degree and um, very exciting. So get your New Year's resolutions ready for next weekend. Get your intentions ready. And then we can say hello to 2023. Okay, finally, now we can really move on forward. I thank you all for listening. Gratitude to each and every one of you. I'm on Instagram at The Golden Astrologer. My website is thegoldenastrologer.com. And you can book online on that website and book an appointment with me. And um, take the new year forward. See what's in store for you for the new year. What do you have in your chart for the new year? What's happening for you this year? Do you know what's in your chart? If not, book a session with me. It might be really good to have clarity about the year ahead. You know, I I said, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, I, I was thinking about how we're going into a new year and what would I do without astrology? What would I do if I had no clue about what the year was going to bring? No, I can't have that. (laughs) Call me controlling. (laughs) Call me controlling. But, you know, I've been doing this for like over three decades, three and a half decades. And every year I have an idea about what's coming in in the new year. I can't imagine ever not having that. So come join me in a session for your astrological chart and you can see what's ahead for you in the new year and what's ahead for the world in the new year. And you'll be very informed as we go forward into 2023. Gratitude to all. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week.